Apart from this matter of her call not being returned, Lucia had not as yet had any reason to suspect Olga of revolutionary designs on the throne. She had done odd things, pushing Mrs. Weston's chair round the green was one of them, smoking a cigarette as she came back from church on Sunday was another, but these she set down to the bohemianism and want of polish which might be expected from her upbringing. If you could call an orphan school at Brixton an upbringing at all, this terrific fact Georgie had let slip in his stern determination to know twice as much about Olga as anybody else, and Lucia had treasured it. She had, in the last fortnight, labelled Olga as rather common, retaining, however, a certain respect for her professional career, given that that professional career was to be thrown down as a carpet for her own feet. But, after all, if Olga was a bit bohemian in her way of life, as exhibited by the absence of calling cards, Lucia was perfectly ready to overlook that, confident in the refining influence of Rhizome, and go to the informal party next day, if she felt so disposed, for no direct answer was asked for. There was considerable illumination in the windows of old place when she and Peppino set out after dinner next night to go to the silly party kindly overlooking the informality and the absence of a return visit to her call. It had been a sloppy day of rain, and, as was natural, Lucia carried some very smart indoor shoes in a paper parcel, and Peppino had his Russian galoshes on. These were immense snow boots in which his evening shoes were completely encased, but Lucia preferred not to disfigure her feet to that extent, and was clad in neat walking boots which she could exchange for her smart satin footwear in the cloakroom. The resumption of walking boots when the evening was over was rather a feature among the ladies, and was called the cobblers at home. The two started rather late, for it was fitting that Lucia should be the last to arrive. They had come to the door of the old place, and Peppino was fumbling in the dark for the bell, when Lucia gave a little cry of agony, and put her hands over her ears, just as if she had been seized with a double earache of peculiar intensity. Gramophone, she said faintly. 